It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Easy Being Green, the podcast where we talk about the planet, its health, and how we can make it better. I'm Taylor Powers, here's Deanne Tetzel, my co-host, and today's episode we're talking about energy demand. How we can af- affect energy demand in our homes and mm-hmm. yeah, because places. Because essentially energy is is all accessed from a grid where, uh, you know, whether it's from coal or gas and then renewables that come into effect. And there's peak hours and there's low hours and energy is still being used. Demand never really changes. There's the same amount of demand, but it, the times of day change because mm-hmm. you think about um, – you know, when we're all awake, that's going to mm-hmm. be the highest, mm-hmm. highest use. Um, and talking about how we can make behavioral shifts to try to do our part to, to balance that demand. Exactly. Rebalancing the demand. Just if we all <clears throat> choose to maybe not run so many of our um, kind of energy sucking appliances mm-hmm. at the same time, then that that those peak hours, it'll shift it all out. And like yeah. Taylor was mentioning, um, rebalance that demand. So, Yeah, because you think about it and it's, you know, um, the traditional energy that, w- that we have, uh, it, it's available anytime we want it, um, though it does release a ton of greenhouse gas emissions. Um, but things like solar are dependent on the sun and, mm-hmm. and wind, you know, Dependent on wind, mm-hmm. all these other factors that play into it, and the biggest issue there is is storage. Being able to store that energy for when it's needed, um, not just when it's available. Exactly. Yeah, because so the renewable energy, like Taylor's mentioning, is um, we don't have any control over because mm-hmm. it, it it's affected by Mother Nature and what's happening. But we can, we do have control over timing when it comes to how we um, access and utilize our the biggest um, energy users in our own homes. Plus, it'll save you a little money. Yes, that (laughs) is such a good incentive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was thinking that there should be like like an incentive program that, you know, really is, it's almost like an app that that you use to control your own emissions, your own carbon footprint, and Mm -hmm. what you're using in your home or day-to-day, and you track everything, almost like like a fitness, like a health plan or like a diet plan app yeah and you get points and you save money i think that would be really cool it makes sense and i think there you know in some of the reading that i've done there are well there are obviously incentives out there now yeah for um, sure there but are there, more incentives. and more the government and you know the epa are looking at things like this where they can um incent people to to really make choices as far as this goes and then and then like we're saying the the benefit is that it it will also make a difference in your on in your pocketbook. So um, there are smart smart meters which you can um, look into as far as uh, kind of getting real time information about how 
how much of your energy is being used and when. Mm-hmm. So you can make better decisions about that. But you can also kind of just be aware that, okay, I'm running my, I'm usually doing my laundry in the evening and then right. all my dishwasher's on at the same time. Yeah. And if you can balance that out, like just leave the dishwasher and maybe run it really early in the morning when you wake up yeah. or yeah. turn it on before you go to sleep or something like that. And that can, just those little choices can, can make a difference in um, our energy u- usage and then the emissions that we're emitting. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's not as convenient, obviously, to have to think about every single thing that you do in, you know, say your your morning getting ready routine. You know, when I turn on the the heat in the morning, but then I need to blow dry my hair. It's like, okay, well, why don't I not turn on the heat? (laughs) Because (laughs) the blow dryer is going to warm me anyway. True. (laughs) Just blow dry my hair. And then if I'm still cold, then then maybe, you know, go for the the fireplace or or then turn on the heat, but just wait so that not everything is overlapping because that increases the demand quite a bit. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point too because we're such creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. In our own homes, we want to feel like, well, I'm in control here and I can have my heat turned up so that I'm comfortable, I'm going to be blow-drying my hair and I may be, you know, running the dishwasher, whatever. But if we can just... um, think a little bit before we flip that switch or whatever Mm -hmm. and think, oh, do I really need this right now? And while I'm doing this, I can turn this off or whatever. Right. Kind of like when you do turn on the blow dryer, you see your lights flicker a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's using quite a bit of energy. That's, yeah, kind of a... Oh, um, so the the New York Times article that Deanne and I read that kind of sparked the interest in this topic, they linked a appliance energy calculator uh, it's on the Department of Energy's website, and it's really, really cool. So you go onto this website, and it has a, calen- or a, a calculator, and it lists all the different appliances, and then you can customize it to the preferences of your own home. So say your microwave is a, you know, it has a different wattage than the custom microwave. You can you can go enter that information, how many um hours a day you use it, and how many days a year you use it. And then it will give you your total annual wattage and the cost that you're paying for it mm-hmm. based on um, then in the calculator, there's a spot to say uh, per per watt how much you pay. So you'll have to go onto your local uh, utility bill to look for that. But it was so cool. I spent way too much time on it, just going through yeah. and looking at each appliance. I had no idea how how much they varied. Mm -hmm. And I like what you were saying a few minutes ago about thinking of it as your diet plan or your health plan. Think about it that way. Mm -hmm. How can I, maybe you look at it today, you make some of these choices we're talking about, and then in six months you look at it again and see, you you know, what impact have I made? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because, yeah, as we always say, every every little bit helps. So if you can look at your carbon diet (laughs) (laughs) go through all of those appliances figure out what you are putting out annually and then you know make a goal to reduce it by however much by the next year Mm -hmm. and get with your friends or family and make it like a fun a a fun thing to track yeah it would be really cool and even see you know is this making a difference in my energy bill because that's just a side benefit we're all kind of doing our part to to make a difference out there in helping the planet but there's also that added benefit of you can save yourself some money so that's always a nice a nice little boost yeah 
Unfortunately, I did read a stat, and I don't want this to defer anyone, <laughs> but the 0.05% release, um, I forget the exact percentage, but a, a, a considerable amount, amount of the gas carbon emissions. Um, and unfortunately, those are those tend to be the people that, that don't care about incentives, mm-hmm. that don't really care about anything except for their... And I'm making a total (laughs) generalization, you know. I mean, there are plenty of people in that 0.05% that are doing what they can. They're donating. They're, they're, you know, using their their platform to to do good. But there's also a lot of people in that Mm -hmm. range that have private jets or, you know, purchase so many clothes in a in a year that mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of out of control so it really does make a difference what you do yourself yeah. in the local level and there are um some states and countries around the world as well are looking at they realize that changing these kinds of patterns that we have it's mm-hmm. not easy to do um so um there are incentives more and more that we're looking at that the government and energy providers are are um looking at with smart technology, with, um, you know, uh, basically saving you money on your bill, that kind of thing. And then the, it's kind of this time of use pricing. So it's exactly what we're talking about, like changing the shift in when we put the demand on the energy. So uh, I, I think California and Illinois are two states that are already already have that. So mm-hmm. it, there's an incentive already there that your energy will be cheaper to use if you use it in off-peak hours. Mm-hmm. Um France, Spain, and Finland, and a few other countries are doing this as well. So the governments are already, and energy providers are are saying, hey, look, um, it, this is going to benefit us all, uh, and we'll, we'll help send this back to you yeah. in terms of saving you money. So, And, you know, not only incentive programs, but um, grid parity is uh, it's what occurs when alternative energy can generate power at a cost and performance level equal to or less than electrical electricity generated from conventional methods. And solar and wind have already reached parity in both their price and performance. And um, so it's becoming more uh, commonplace for a lot of regions to, to realize this and then try to establish it to make it more uh, attainable for, for everyone. And the biggest thing there is energy storage, which I mentioned. And mm-hmm. a lot of these storage methods are going to be through batteries, mm. which are not as attainable. And so that's going to be the biggest challenge is this energy storage for renewables because it's already cost-effective in energy, you know, effective. It's, it's, but how do we harness yes, it? Yes, exactly. Do we keep it, keep yeah, it and, right. and be able to utilize it all the time. And yeah. so that's going to be the next thing is um, is figuring out this the battery, the storage situation. But then also, like you mentioned, the smart technology, AI and mm-hmm. microgrids are going to be a big part of that, um, especially as this technology keeps keeps growing because AI is going to, you know, it's con- continuously adapting to improve the operation. So. I think as um, as technology keeps getting you know more honed in on these on these kind of systems, it's going to be really interesting to see how quickly renewables take off. Mm-hmm. I mean, not take off, but become more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can figure out how to utilize yeah, the, yeah, the energy gonna, that they're pulling in, mm-hmm. and again, 
you know, there's, harness it, there's it. definitely a lot of scary circumstances out there and scenarios. But, um, but when you look at everyone trying to make a difference, trying to harness this energy and figure out how to pretty much save the planet, there's, there's a lot of inspiration and hope. That's how I feel. It's, it's easy to get discouraged yeah, when you read sure. some of this and hear some of, you know, the things that are going on. But at the same time, there's a lot of energy and a lot of money and a lot of attention being mm-hmm. uh, turned to, to this issue as well. And, you know, some of the other things, we've talked about this in, in previous episodes, but Make the simple choices around your house. Mm-hmm. If it's time to to um, purchase a new appliance, look at you know for an Energy Star symbol. Um, look at the smart thermostats. That can um, help a lot in re- in saving energy and not using it when you when your house doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to think about it a whole lot. You you need to spend the initial money for it, but you also there. I know there have been rebates on there are rebates on lots of these products too. So um, turn down your water heater a little bit. Use a smart power strip that you can um, turn off kind of those vampire oh, yeah. energy, know, electronics. energy electronics that are that are sucking energy mm-hmm. just by being plugged yeah. in. So yeah, yeah there's just tons of little things that you, you a can few do of these help. these choices um, that, that you can look at in your home and, and uh, along with these kinds of kinds of daily choices and decisions. So yeah, definitely. I actually just moved into a new house and the water is so much hotter than my old place. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how hot water I need can to get. Turn I gotta go it turn down it down a little. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, tons of things you can do to make your difference and do your part. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.